0: Winning Sizen returns at mybookie.ag and it's time to get in on the action. First time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on site bookie i know you're gonna bet this season so do the smart thing and sign up with my bookie and use our promo code zabe that's charlie zulu alpha bravo echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar that's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code zabe and making your first deposit today bet anything anytime anywhere with my bookie and when you win get paid Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, one,
1: one.
2: Strap in.
1: You are looking live at a sold-out Memorial Stadium in Columbia.
0: What time is What
1: guys starts with teams let's hit it rolling now let's earn this thing today this is nfl which stands for not for long when you make this oh, calls man. i'll be selling Grocers. groceries
2: they shot me in different you know not, you will not.
0: Week 7 in the National Football League, and welcome to the Bipocalypse. Buffalo, Dallas, Jacksonville, the Chargers, Minnesota, and Pittsburgh are all off this week, so adjust your fantasy lineups accordingly. Thursday night's Broncos-Browns game was too late for this edition of the Zabecast. Please check your local newspapers for scores and details. We have a 6-2-2-1-1 lineup of games. We have the return of Matt Stafford to Detroit, and we've got the return on Monday night of the Manning cast. Oh, I'm so excited. But let's start by going to Sunday at 1 o'clock in the East, and we start in Miami. You are... At the travel-weary Dolphins coming back from London without a bye week. That was their choice. 2-3 and three Atlanta at the 1-5 Miami Dolphins to a Tonga-Vailoa, the subject of many trade rumors this week. Falcons minus 2.5 on the road. Total is 47.5. Oh, by the way, uh, there have been 60 teams that have come back from London since they began this series. Only five of them have not taken their bye week the following week to recover. They've gone two and three straight up in those games, so there's no real trend there. Oh, and the Falcons will play the Florida trifecta this year, Jacksonville, Miami, and Tampa Bay. Chris Myers for Fox with Daryl Moose-Johnston. No sideline reporters, you know, budget cuts, the economy. Scott Novak is your referee. That takes us to the Meadowlands. You are looking live. at head coach Matt Rule of the Panthers, stolen From the Giants by David Tepper, the owner of the Carolina Panthers. Rule was ticketed for the Giants, but then Tepper would not let him leave until he got him at $9 million a year. 3-3 and Carolina, three-point favorites against 1-5 and New York. The Giants not expected to be favored in any games for the rest of the season. This should have been Saquon Barkley versus Christian McCaffrey in a spectacular running back showdown. But you know how these running backs are. They break. And they're in the shop a lot. Fox's Adam Amin and Mark Schlereth on the Carl call. Carl Cha Cha ch- is your referee. That takes us up the road to Baltimore. You are looking live. At Lamar Jackson and the surging Ravens, who started 0-1 and then have won 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 straight. And don't forget, the one they lost was in Vegas to start the season, and it took a miraculous overtime effort by the Raiders. This is a good football team. The 5-1 and one Ravens are 6.5-point favorites against the 4-2 and two Cincinnati Bengals. Jamar Chase has been on fire as of late. The Bengals motivated a win here, an upset win. Could move them into a tie for first, but the recent trend is Baltimore has made the Bengals their bitch. Kevin Harlan, Trent Green for CBS on the call. Tony Carrenti is your referee. That takes us to Tennessee. You are looking at at the loosey goosey, Patrick Mahomes. Take care of the ball, son. Three and three Kansas City is a four and a half point favorite against the four-and-two Tennessee Titans. Wow, three and three team on the road against a quality opponent. They're favored by that many. Stinky. 57 and a half is the total here. Could be a letdown spot for the Titans. Big win on Monday night. Taylor Lewan is okay after that scary concussion slash neck injury. King Henry could run rough shot on Kansas City and their rushing defense. He's had five straight 120-yard-plus games. He's an absolute monster. CBS's Ian Eagle, Charles Davis, and Evan Washburn on the call. Brad Allen is your referee. That takes us to New England. You are looking live. At the first rematch of the 2021 season, the Patriots and the Jets. The Jets are one and four. The Pats are two and four. And New England is a seven-point favorite in this one. Total is forty-two and a hook. Patriots won the first game twenty-five to six. As uh, Zach Wilson had one, two, three, four interceptions in that game. Mac Jones has been the number one rookie all year in the NFL. Completion percentage number one. Yards number one. And QB rating number one. CBS's Andrew Catalan and James Lofton. Your announcer is Brad Rogers is your referee. That takes us to Green Bay. You are looking live. At the photo of a 10-year-old Taylor Heineke, quarterback of the Washington football team, who was a Packer fanboy growing up? Oh, look at him in green and gold. His dad was a big Packer fan, and so he so was he. Now he gets to take on this five and one Green Bay team that seemingly is getting smoother and smoother on offense. Two and four Washington is a seven and a half point underdog to five and one Green Bay. Total is forty-eight and a half. Oh, by the way, the Packers signed Whitney Merciless former outside linebacker for the Texans, and the Wolf cut their kicker this week for a guy who has never played in the NFL, and his last name is Blewett. You cannot make it up. Joe Davis, Greg Olson with the call for Fox. Ron Torbert is your referee. We're at a 1 o'clock game, so let's go to the bridge window at 4.05 Eastern. You are looking live. At the return of Matt Stafford to Detroit. 0-6 0-6 oh, Lions hosting the 5-1 Rams and the Rams are meaty 15 point favorites in this one. Here's your fun fact of the game. The Lions have not snapped the ball on offense with a lead all year long and they're only the fourth team since 1991 to go this deep into the season without having done that. Fox Kevin Kugler, Mark Sanchez on the call Bill Vinovich is your referee. That takes us out to Vegas. You are looking live. At Derek Carr and the Go Deep Raiders. Rich Bisaccia got his first taste of victory in the NFL last week as the replacement coach for one John Gruden. Can he keep it going? Here comes two and four Philadelphia and Jalen Hurts. The Raiders at four and two are three-point favorites in this one. Eagles have been a slow-starting team. They've only got four First half touchdowns this year, but they've got seven in the fourth quarter alone. Fox's Kenny Albert with Jonathan Vilma on the call. Cleet Blakeman, your referee. Now we go to the 425 national window, and we go to Arizona. You are looking live. At the return of Justin James Watt to Houston. That's right. The pride of Pewaukee, J.J. Watt, comes home as his first year as an Arizona Cardinal not a bitter parting but one that was probably about the right time that he was let go. 1 and 5 Houston is a massive underdog. Biggest line of the year. 17 and a half. They are a massive underdog to 6 and 0 Arizona. Greg Gumble, Adam Archuleta on the call from the Desert Land Clark is your referee. That brings us to Sunday night, and let's go to San Francisco. You are looking live. At the handsome Jimmy Garoppolo, who's back as starter for the Niners, who desperately needed. The offense just didn't work with Trey Lance. Not yet it's not working. 2-4 and four, Indianapolis at 2-3 and three, San Francisco. The Niners are minus 4. Total is 44. This is also, by the way, the DeForest Buckner revenge game. The former Niner D-tackle wanted to get a new contract. The Niners said they'd put their money into Eric Armstead instead, so they traded Buckner to the Colts for a 13th pick in the draft, and then they took Javon Kinlaw, who's been set by injuries. Winner so far in this trade has probably been the Colts, but they both had to trade a first-round pick for Buckner and then pay him top-of-the-market money. NBC's Al Michaels is back from vacation and by the Bay Area where he lives, so it's an easy game for him. Chris Collinsworth and Michelle Tafoya on the call as well. Craig Rolstad is your referee. That finally brings us to Monday night, and we go to Seattle. You are looking live. At the Saints and Seahawks, Jameis Winston, the second-chance kid, against my friend Geno Smith, the no-chance kid. Should be fun. The uh, Seahawks are actually home dogs to the Saints. Wow! And not in... And and a four-and-a-half point number. Saints minus four-and-a-half. Total is 42-and-a-half. I know. The Seahawks are not good. Steve Levy, Brian Greasy, Lewis Riddick, and Lisa Salters call the game on ESPN, but nobody's going to be watching because over on ESPN2, the Manning boys are back. Hello, Manning cast. Can't wait to hear you. Sean... Hockley, your referee, better known as Sean of the Ed. And there it is, week seven in the National Football League! (laughs) Mr. X, hope I'm not interrupting your Case Keenan experience for the Cleveland Browns. Up 10 nothing right now in the first quarter against the Broncos. Good evening. How are we doing?
2: I'm, I'm doing fine. I'm watching that on one screen, watching the Dodgers on the other, and a little tiny Biden box down in the corner. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Is Biden speaking right now?
2: Yeah, he's just finishing a town hall. Oh, a it town was, hall. So, yeah, why? Let's, let's, why do you?
0: Why do you watch that?
2: I was joking.
0: <laughs> well, you knew was he, was I, I no, he was speaking. I didn't. Because
2: Mrs. Mrs. X said to me tonight, oh. "Are you sure the football game is going to start on time?" Because Biden's speaking. Oh, I was like, I, "Yes, be on time." She didn't. Know. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> she Brandon.
0: thought President
2: Trump sports. That was. Let's go, point. Brandon. Go.
0: <laughs> okay, La, let's get to the football. And first right. and foremost, we start with last week.
2: Last week, well, uh overall, with most people, it was an it was an average week. The favorites went eight and six in the NFL. The overs went six, seven, and one, so it was pretty much a five hundred week there. The home teams had a really bad week at five and nine, and the public went like four and four, which is good for the public. wasn't good for you and me. I we, uh, stunk. we were god awful. Yep. Um, you missed all three, including your lock, Mm. and I matched you. (laughs) (laughs) Twin O and
0: threes. Had the Browns minus three against the Cardinals. Didn't know Mayfield would get hurt, but it didn't matter. The Cardinals just outclassed them in every way, way, shape, and form. Steelers minus five. Just couldn't get traction to cover that number. And then I had the Chargers for the legal limit, and they got smashed
2: by the Ravens. Well, you went first and hit. Three balls in the woods. All I had to do was putt it down the fairway to beat you, but I couldn't do it. I went 0-3 also. Who are your picks? I had the Bills, number one, on Monday night, and they got upset by Tennessee, of course. I had Detroit catching four. They got beat by a lot more than that. And I had the Bears uh, to stay close to your Packers, and they lost by 10, so that one didn't come close either. So, I well, hate bad close losses, but at least none of those were close. <laughs> yeah. We'll get
0: to our picks in a second, but with the 6 by teams this oh. week and with three games at 12 and a half or higher, yes. there's not a lot of food out at the buffet right now.
2: This is a, this is an example. You're right. There is there's is nothing on that table, but I'm hungry and we're going to eat anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, well, we're we're going to pick something. I know there's we're some fried there's some fried chicken down there at the end. We're going to wait for so that.
2: Put ketchup on it. We'll make it work. Yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) Uh, Okay, what else are we talking about this week before we get to our picks?
2: Well, um, I don't know. I bet you've probably done this a lot, but did you um, already discuss Sean Taylor Day?
0: I did, but I want to hear your take on it.
2: Well, at first I didn't believe it, but... It was so obvious that they decided to do this like that week with no notice, no anything, to try to get the it's some some like elementary version to try to divert attention from the investigation and, and Gruden and George Allen. And Sean Taylor's own family was like, shoot, we only got four days notice. They didn't have enough towels. I mean, that was like the most ridiculous attempt at a diversion you've ever seen. And yet they,
0: and yet they tried it, Mr. X.
2: Oh my god. Yeah, it was embarrassing.
0: Do you uh, do you still poll for them?
2: You know, I I, I it's it's I, I want to believe <laughs> in Santa Claus. I really do, but I just don't. I does, know he's not coming.
0: Does the name thing matter to you?
2: No, I still say the uh, I still say that old name all the, the time, Redskins. not to be mean, not to be offensive. I just do it. My kids look at me and go, "Who? Who?" I'm like, oh, "Okay." Oh I'm sorry. boy, Whatever. because uh, they, does, know, I, I can't. Take okay,
0: okay, all right. That's all right. Question number two: Does the realization that Snyder has no idea what the fuck he's doing and that the organization is never going to win anytime soon does that daunt you in terms of pulling for them? <laughs> Oh, gosh, yes. Okay. I guess at the end of the day, I
2: honestly feel like the owners shouldn't have that much of an impact, but he proves that they do.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's (laughs) absolutely true. Does (laughs) the sheer mendacity of Dan Snyder and the thought that if I root for them to do well and someday they do, that asshole's going to bask in it, does that blunt your appeal of rooting for this team?
2: (sighs) I guess it does, but... You know, it's not going to happen. How about, this, <laughs> how about the stadium? Oh, God. I mean, that's, that's an embarrassment as well. How about the fact they
0: don't have a quarterback
2: and no prospects oh, for getting one? Oh. I mean, there, okay. you know, there's, there's oh, five. The Heineke wagon. I've been saying they had no quarterback for a while, and everyone's been loving Heineke. But he's a nice young kid, but come on. Yeah, Can't play. Yeah. Can't play. You know, I view this like I, m- the majority of the teams in sports that you pull for against, you don't need to know who owns the club. You just watch the game. And if you know the owner, it's probably a bad thing. Probably a bad thing.
0: Exactly right. Okay. Um, Mac Jones, he's been the best quarterback amongst the rookies in just about every category except for touchdown passes. Percentage is number one. Yards is number one. Passer rating is number one. You ask, do you get any credit? You meaning you?
2: No. What I mean is, you know, there are people are like, wow, you know, the Patriots knew what they were doing. They got the right guy. I've always wondered in these quarterback deals, you'll never hear it, but let's just say when you, quote, pick last, and the Pats basically picked last of the first-round quarterbacks, yeah. and you take the last guy there and he wins, do you really get to say, Hey, I knew it was better than those other guys. It's not that, you know, it's like when Tua and Herbert went back to back uh two years ago, you know, and they went five six and the Dolphins picked first. What, maybe the Chargers really wanted Tua over Herbert, but right now, hell no. They're gonna say, Oh, that's who we wanted all along. So what I'm, my question with a guy like um Mac Jones is, do they really get to say they knew he would this or that? Or is it more like, wow. oh, he's the only one left? Let's go.
0: No, they they don't get – I mean, you could say that, but I don't buy into it because no, any team could have jumped up ahead of them with a right. blockbuster deal for the team drafting ahead of them at any time, and you don't know yeah. if or when that's yeah. coming. I will say that generally speaking, though, if you draft a guy who's good at a value position, you get the credit. Because there if you go. draft a guy who sucks at a high expensive position, you're going to take the blame. So they should yeah. be taking a bit of a lap. And, and you know what? I'm sure he's getting good coaching up there, too.
2: Well, that is part of the question is, you know, is it, it's not an Xbox game. You do right. – co- I mean, be, I'm not going to say Belichick. I'm going to say what's his name, the OC in New England, who's, who's pretty highly thought of. Um, I'll look, it, I'll look it up
0: while you keep talking, um, but yes.
2: The guy that took the coaching job and came back. Um, but anyway, the point is that uh, maybe there McVe- is some. Something- not
0: McVay, but uh, McDaniels.
2: Uh, I mean, yes, sorry, yes. Josh McDaniels. But when you um, – you know, Maybe there's something to say you don't just plug it in. Maybe you do coach them and teach them and get them comfortable and maybe he's oh, yeah. that good at it. Maybe yeah. he took the fifth best choice out of that draft and has got him up to speed quicker than the other guys could.
0: What is your Dano and yourself uh, groundhog theory? What's a groundhog theory?
2: Well, I call it groundhog because on our website this week, Dano, uh, his top pick was what you call an exotic play, something that's not normal. And his analysis was dead on. He said the Chiefs are going to crush the wolf, but I'm not taking a chance on a backdoor late cover, so I'm just taking the Chiefs for the first half, which, of course, um, lost when the Holmes made those two silly end zone picks. Yeah. And eventually, the of course, the Chiefs route. Right. And Dano hates um, exotic plays, so I call it groundhog. When he makes one, he gets it wrong, and then he won't do another one for six years, just like the groundhog. It's always
0: shadow. He grand- won't be out. Again. Yeah, but the groundhog comes out. Every year on April 2nd. That's right. the whole point yeah. of Punxsutawney Phil. I think I need to school you in the legend of Punxsutawney Phil. But okay, oh. I get it. That was a bad pick saw a shadow by Dano. won't do it again. No. Okay, uh, gambling lessons. Hot streaks, cold yeah. streaks for picking games. What to do when they happen?
2: It's a great question that I got a little bit this week. Um, first of all... Because you're ice cold. It, no, I wasn't ice cold. Well, uh, like picks on this pod huh? were... Oh, on the oh, God, yes, I'm sorry. Yes, exactly. I was thinking mid-sight. I was We've done well in the NFL. I'm ice cold in college. You're right, um, but the question is, it's more important to understand the cold than the hot because as long as you're hot, <laughs> it doesn't matter what you do. <laughs> don't
0: but, question
2: it. Yeah, but when you're cold, the biggest thing is, you know, let's say you have a really bad week, go uh, like I did back in week three, or okay on your show this week. Don't play catch up. Don't dig out of that hole. Don't try to bump up any units and try to get it back. But also don't quit. You always, I say, you just throw it out. It's just like, you know, you had a bad round of golf. Throw it out. Go back and start again. Maybe work a little harder, but you don't quit. But you Don't, don't chase. chase you don't don't get angry.
0: Don't, don't, don't do don't, what don't. I did, which was to Uh-oh. take the Colts. Because I was angry the Ravens – or, sorry, don't take uh, the the Chargers because I was angry that the Colts got lucky the week before. Right. That was a dumb pick.
2: Keep your head and roll. Now, if you get – when you're hot and you've had really – I have no problem with controlled pressing up, let's call it. There's nothing better than other people's money. The house is money, so when I have a Saturday where, where maybe we go, you know, five and one or six and zero, oh and have a great Saturday, it's okay to push up your units on the next day. It's okay to. It's like it's like at the craps table. Nothing's more fun than having a big stack of chips that they gave you. Yes, <laughs> not that they gave you. you. That's okay. So when you get a big stack of chips and you had a hot week or two. Don't sit there and be tight. It's okay. Don't go crazy, but it's okay to press up. You want to press up when you're ahead. Don't press up when you're behind.
0: All right. Do You want a quick review of teasers?
2: Yeah, I saw uh, uh, saw some folks of yours, uh, friends of ours, playing them. That made me cringe. Made me think we need to revisit it again. All right. So do I need to go over what they are? Do you want me to yeah, do that? Real okay. Quick. Okay. A quick version in football. If you're willing to pick two teams, pick them together. You have to go two and zero. It's called a teaser. You get an extra six points, but you must go two and zero. So have you the get name. six
0: points per game. You can apply to team. either side that you right. wish. You right. can take so, a seven-point pa- favorite and make them thirteen points. You can take a one-point dog and make them a five-point favorite. Whatever you want to do.
2: Yeah, you got it back. A seven-point favorite, you would make them a one-point. Well, favorite. you're right. Sorry about that. Yes, you move that's the other okay. way. Or the seven-point dog becomes a thirteen-point dog, so you get an extra six points on your team, but you must go two and zero oh to win the bet. Now, and they call it teaser because just that, it always looks good. Six points in the NFL or it looks like a big number. I can win
0: that. A hundred dollars on a two-team teaser pays what?
2: Well, it's the same as a straight play, so you'd risk 110 to win 100. Okay, fair
0: enough. But you got to win 2-0. Correct. It is the carnival game with the basketballs and the hoops right in front of your face, five feet away, and you're like, how hard is this? Well, the balls are overinflated, the hoops are extra small, <laughs> and you'll find out how hard it is once you plunk your money down.
2: Okay, that's a good analogy. But they have a place. Oh, they They do have a place. They do have a place. I don't like them, but they do have a place. And the the point of it is, first of all, the only time I do them is when you look through the menu and maybe you can't really find anything you love. (laughs) You know, if, if there's games you love straight, leave it there. If you can't find enough to wet your whistle straight, that's when I might say, okay, fine, this might be the teaser week. But the biggest mistake is. What you're trying to do with that six points is turn a loser into a winner, obviously. If a team is favored by seven and you tease them down to one, if they win by two, three, four, five, six, instead of a loss, you have a win, obviously. You're trying to turn a loser into a winner. Now, in order to do that, you've got to cross important numbers, important numbers in the point spread game. Now, there was a a guy we know that last week, I think it was last week, the simplest thing to remember is never, ever, ever cross the zero. Because if you do, you're wasting points. Going from plus to minus is not crossing any important numbers because the ones and the twos, those are not important numbers. The important numbers are your threes and your sevens. How
0: can some numbers be less important than others?
2: Okay, here's how.
0: They're all Uh, numbers that count in the score. And there are lots and lots of one- and two-point games in the NFL.
2: Okay. In the last 20 years, um, I'm looking at an average margin of victory chart. One and twos are like 3 to 4% of all games. Okay. Now, uh, a seven-point margin happens about 15% of the time. That's a big number. Actually, I said that wrong. Yeah, it is. It's 15%. So that's a good, no- that's a key number. 15% of the time the margin is 7. Okay? 10% of the time the margin is 3. And 7% of the time the margin is 4. So 3 and 7 are the key numbers with 4 kind of a bonus in between them. Okay? So when I move a number on a t- from, let's say from a 2 to an 8 or an 8 to a 2, I'm crossing those three key numbers, which come in about 30% of the time. Now that's on both sides, so you have to cut it in half a little bit. But the point is, cross, if I tease from a 2 to an 8, I've now made a winner out of 3, 4, 6, and 7. Those are normal outcomes. That has value. Okay, or if I, right, vice versa. The biggest teases are a plus 2 up to a plus 8 or like a minus seven and a half or eight, down to a minus one or two. Now you have turned the most common outcomes, the three, the seven, and the four, you've turned them from a losing bet into a winning bet. It's easy to understand that. You go from plus four to minus two, there's no zero coming in. Well, yes, we do have ties, but, I mean, you're not – you, you you have now said, gee, if we lose by one or win by one, I've turned it into a winner. That does not help you. Mm-hmm. That's a very, very small percent of the time. So it it, the it feels clock. a lot to
0: me, and my math is feeble, it feels a lot to me like complaining uh-huh. about how the third baseman plays in blackjack, which is a <laughs> common misconception. Well, well, that's bas- that's a really- The third baseman could play blindfolded at blackjack; it wouldn't fucking matter because he does not have clairvoyance to see the dealer's hole card.
2: I don't see that analogy. The point is, do you, know do you agree trees- with my
0: premise that the third base well, play in blackjack is irrelevant?
2: Here is the difference. <laughs> it is irrelevant,
0: but but I will not be at that table. Okay. Well then, then, would- then you then you don't believe in. The science. You don't believe, no, in, believe in the, the math, numbers.
2: But I believe more in the karma.
0: <laughs> okay, fine. The karma beats math. In many ways. Whatever. bottom whatever. line is you, you
2: want to cross threes and sevens. You Fair enough. You want to cross threes okay. and sevens.
0: All right, let's move on. Nobody plays yep. teasers. Nobody should play teasers. They're evil. Don't do them. No matter what Mr. X says. By the way, go to com <laughs> if you want more information on teasers. Okay, everyone wake up after that. Here we go. This week's games and picks. Not a lot of great watching games, much less no. betting games. Baltimore Cincinnati is a good one, battle for first place in the division. Kansas City Tennessee rematch of the twenty twenty AFC title game. That's about it.
2: That's the end of it. Baltimore Cincy is the only game this week with two winning records. I know, and that's something. Well, you got the get the league sorting
0: out like oil and water. There's four one win teams in the AFC alone.
2: Well. And which is just about the time of year you probably start taking those teams. (laughs) This is the NFL.
0: Arizona's minus 17 and a half. That's the biggest number of the (laughs) year so far. Uh, What's the biggest spread in NFL history?
2: Biggest spread in NFL history was in 1968. Believe it or not, a Denver team that was without their quarterback and running back went to New York Jets. When the Jets were good, and Jets laid 22 and a half, and that's the biggest one on record. Uh, that was and by the way, Denver won the game outright and knocked me out of my second grade class survivor pool as I recall. <laughs>
0: All right well, 17 and a half is a big number, and it could get yeah, bigger true. as the year goes on if Arizona continues this strong and if some of the other teams that they play are absolutely putrid. by McGagedon, why so many buys this week?
2: Well, you know what? Um, they're calling this by him again. I guess the main thing is there's six teams. It's not that it's more teams. It's just the quality. It's, of teams. It's quality it's of offenses. It's fantasy. Yeah, teams. Fantasy. Yes. These are five out of the six. You know, on on a in a regular fantasy league, you might there's certain teams that you got five, six, seven players from, and some you only have a couple. But Buffalo, Pitt, Chargers, Vikes, Dallas, those are all huge key. Um, fantasy guys. So it just seems like more teams out than usual. I guess. Yeah.
0: All right. Our picks for the week. Without further ado, here are my three. I'd love to sell them, as I am convinced you can play these games and bet your four hundred one k on it. But the way I've been going, I wouldn't necessarily go that route. That said, that said, I'm going to hold my nose on the first pick. I the the Chiefs are favored at Tennessee. I know they lose Taylor Lewan, but he wasn't exactly playing great this year. And they're going to the Titans are not going to play without a left tackle. He will be replaced by an actual professional football player. Why are the Chiefs minus four and a half, even minus five? I see in some shops at Tennessee. They have a terrible defense, and King Henry has been running roughshod over teams. Why are the Chiefs favored? It makes no sense. Therefore, I am on the Chiefs with cement shoes for the legal limit. The Packers minus seven and a half over Washington. This game was 10 when the week started. Why is it going this way? Makes no sense. Therefore, I'm on Washington plus seven and a half. And then the Raiders minus three against the Eagles. I got to take a favorite, so I will take the Raiders. Minus three against the Eagles team. That is a slow-starting team. There's my picks. Counterintuitive, I hate making both Washington and Chiefs my picks, but I am, and that maybe will turn things around.
2: Which one do I record as the number one?
0: Oh, yeah, the lock of the week is the Chiefs. Minus the four and a half. I'm buying them at four and a half. I don't give a fuck if you say it's minus five. I bought them at four and a half.
2: You got it. (laughs) Let me ask you something before I do mine. On the uh, Wolf Packers game, like you said, it opened nine and a half. It's been trickling down. People are betting the Packers, as always, yet it's gone to seven and a half. Don't you have a name for that?
0: It's the planes, trains,
2: and automobiles situation
0: where John Candy screamed, you're going – the," or actually the motorist in the other car screamed at John Candy, you're going the wrong way. And he said, Pah, how do you know which way how I'm going, you know going? We're going? Yes,
2: exactly. There you go. Yeah. That's, that, is a, uh, that is a PTA game. PTA. Okay. My three will be this. I will first take the two-and-a-half trap. I will take the Dolphins uh, catching two-and-a-half at home versus Atlanta. The world just cannot get over how bad the Dolphins were in giving away the game to Jacksonville. Yeah, Um, I can consider that a trap game. Why is Miami is uh, catching points at home? They stink. Let's take the Falcons. No, I'll take the two and a half trap. Miami probably wins that outright. Quick explanation.
0: Two and a half trap is when the game opens two and a half and it does not budge. Meaning the odds makers love people on the favored team minus two and a half because it just won't be enough.
2: Yeah, the the, the the theory there is also that when you put it at two-and-a-half, most betters just ignore that because they assume the team they think is better will win by at least a field goal. So the two-and-a-half, they just kind of ignore. And they
0: discount it, right. Like, so sure, you know. I always
2: say at that case, just take the other team outright to win the game money line because they're trying to, trying like crazy to get you to take Atlanta and believe what you saw last week is true. Mark
0: my words, so. some pregame pundits, on Sunday, will say, you know, the Dolphins didn't choose to take their bye following their their arduous overseas journey from London on the Titanic. You know, they're going to make some dumb shit like that. Five teams have done this since they started playing in London. They're two and three straight up the following week. It's not a factor. It's not a factor. They travel fucking first class. Flying to London is not much different than flying to Seattle. Get over it.
2: Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um... I will also – here's an interesting one. I will take the Giants plus
0: three. Yep, that's why. Well, let's put it this way. Dumpster diving, Mr. X. Yes. Dolphins and the
2: Giants this week. (laughs) The Panthers are not a great team. They're laying three points. That number has not moved. There's a lesson in here, I'm going to tell you. It comes on – it's out of three. Everybody in the world is playing the Panthers. They're up to 80% of the action in most places. The world says the Giants suck. Well, the world's right, but the Panthers, if that number moves, you got to listen to this one closely. I'm taking the Giants plus three. If that number goes to three and a half or four, which you would think is a good thing for me and my Giants, I will not be taking it. But as long as that number holds fast at three so you're waiting, refuses to move, okay. because even though everyone's betting Carolina, as long as it doesn't move, that's telling you take the Giants, okay. and that's where I'll end up. All right. And my third one, I, I'm sorry, but I had written down the PTA special with the woofed. Um, I show him catching eight. You said seven and a half. But uh, I don't have to like that one either. But the fact is it's going the wrong way, so I'll, I'll jump on that trade.
0: All right. As always, go to his website, callmemrx.com, if you want more. As we like to say, bet with your head, but only bet as much as you can afford to win. There you go. All right, Mr. X. We'll see you next week. Thank you. All right. See you. to make winning this season your best ever with My Bookie. With a historic 18 week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sports book casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than My Bookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with My Bookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie Zulu. Alpha Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie, and when you win, get paid. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all, don't search match. need to hire, you need Indeed.
1: This is where the DJ talks. Don't say anything. Okay. Hey, Hoser. Can you hey. hear the music? I did. Here I, we was, go. I was waiting for the coo-coo. coo-coo-coo.
0: Hold on. Ah, uh, Not sure if we can time it up. Good day. Charge! Good evening, sir. Greetings Good evening. from Kyrgyzstan, where you are the defender of Mr. Cousins. Another bomb game and a flat out baller touchdown because you could not and would not rely on that kicker one more time in overtime.
1: Can't do it. Not not in not in Minnesota, you can't. You can in Wisconsin. Did anyone? Can't, can't did anyone
0: them. on radio this week finally come around just a bit to go? You know, maybe we've been a little bit harsh on Old Kirk.
1: Um, our competitor station is basically filled with Kirk haters, and I don't listen to them. But I imagine that even they are relenting at this point. And dude's been awesome. He's he's engineered four out of our six games. He's engineered final drive comebacks. I mean it's it's yeah. been it's been unbelievable, and now. The goalpost movers in Minnesota are now left with this. He ha- has he won a Super Bowl? <laughs> That's all they got, Dave. None That's your- all they got left is he- has he won a Super Bowl.
0: None of your other guys have won one either.
1: So mm-hmm.
0: what the hell exactly? Well, here's yeah. the thing. He is going to have he's gonna have one of the more interesting careers in the NFL because he's still very healthy. He does not get blown up a lot, does he?
1: No, he's never missed a game. He's never missed a game for either of our teams.
0: Yeah. So he's he he rarely gets blown up. He is very smart with where he puts the ball. And he is having undeniable statistical success in a second location. Minnesota. Yeah. He is only 32
1: now. 33. Just turned 33 recently. 33. Yes.
0: He's got another big contract somewhere. He does. If not in Minnesota, because look at the landscape. You see the landscape I see, and every other team sees. It's no fucking quarterbacks. It's no quarterbacks. No. And here's a guy who you could really build a tasty sandwich around if he got all the other shit together. Like in your case, I don't know, the defense this year or the O-line in previous years or the
1: fucking kicker for once, right? Yeah, no kidding. Now, and the other thing is there are all these people are like, ah, we'll just rebuild through the draft. Well, what's the guarantee that that's going to work out? You know, does Zach Wilson look like he's going to work out right now? You know, hell no. You know, it's right. it. Sam Darnold was the second pick in the draft, right? Second quarterback taken in draft. Sure. He's not worked out. I mean, there's, there's, you, they can set you back so long. You just, you, you have to have a good quarterback, you, or everything else is almost impossible. And you know, look at the differential between your two teams, and even you know, not just Aaron Rodgers to Washington, but just even, even pre and post Kirk. Yeah. I mean, you know, there was a the good run with Kirk where that team was a at least a, a quasi competitive team, and then he's left and they've been struggling to find a quarterback ever since. Yeah.
0: Well anyway, I'm glad he's doing well. And Thank uh you. I'm a, me a, a, too. I'm obligated to hate the Vikings because of my Packer affiliation. So don't tell this. Don't tattle on my uh listeners here in Green Bay in Minnesota, in excuse me, in Milwaukee, in yes. Wisconsin. They, so. they don't listen. <laughs>
1: Well, I hope some of them listen to the (laughs)
0: podcast. All right. Uh, Quarterback trades. This, you know, November 2nd is coming up, and that's the trade deadline. You and I are old enough to remember when nobody ever got traded in the NFL. Yeah. That's changed, though, big time in the last couple of years. You
1: you know why it changed? No. I think you and I were just talking about this last week. Uh, Because Belichick made it Okay. No, Belichick's way. Belichick started making making <laughs> these moves. trades, deadline moves, and everyone. Oh, I, I guess it's okay. I guess we can do it. Belichick def- started deferring kickoffs. Now, what does the rest of the league do? They all defer kickoffs. It's if Belichick puts his stamp of approval on it, that it must be okay.
0: W W B B D.
1: Yeah, that's what right. What
0: would Bill Belichick <laughs> do? I often invoke that. With other coaches, and I go, would Belichick do that? And the answer is, probably not, so you shouldn't either. Yeah, he's <laughs> the smartest when it comes to keeping all three timeouts in his pocket in the second half until at least two minutes are left, just in case. He's mm-hmm. the smartest at things tactically like the defer the kickoff so you can double punch people at the end of the <laughs> <Yes>. first half, <laughs> that's at right. the start of the second half, and a whole bunch of other things. And So, yeah, I guess maybe that's right, that he started to make deadline moves. You know what the thinking was? What I kind of sensed doing sports radio about the NFL was teams didn't make trades at the deadline because, A, it reeked of desperation, and B, coaches were so into their system and their culture. It's like, well, we could trade for linebacker X or wide receiver Y, but would he fit our system, which is such an old, stupid football way of thinking about things instead of just going, hey, is he good at footballing? Yes. (laughs) So maybe he could help our team. Right. Exactly. Will he be excited to come to our team? Yes. Because we're a good team. No one wants to play for a shit team. So he'll be motivated to fit in and find a
1: role. And we'll
0: fucking figure it out.
1: The worst coaches are the ones, and this is across all sports, that have got their system and have to have, just the right players oh, yeah. to work in their yeah. system. system. The best coaches, Abe, are the ones that will adapt to the strengths of the players they've got. Yeah. And those those are the great. Those are the great the hallmarks of a great yes. coach.
0: And the and the really great coaches are ones who are able to extract talent out of the existing roster, the depths of it, you know, players yes. 44, 45, 46 all the way to 53 where you might flip a guy from corner to wide receiver. And you pull out of Also, the Belichick, by the way. Also, yeah.
1: Belichick did that. Yes.
0: Yeah. You pull out of the cracks and the bone marrow of your roster, talent that can do things for you. That's when you really got it rolling. But it's hard. It's hard. There's 32 teams trying to figure it out, and even the Patriots are not immune to mistakes. They no, have made especially draft day. Draft a- day mistakes. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So this rumored trade, which by the time people hear this in – twenty four hours or longer. May have come down, maybe not. Maybe it's all still just smoke with November second a ways away yet. This Deshaun Watson through Miami, Tua going to Washington, and Deshaun ending up in Philly trade. Is that what I'm hearing? I've
1: not I've not heard the I haven't heard the other legs of this trade.
0: Or or, so... or Deshaun to Miami and then Miami sends Tua to Washington and there's some swap of that. I've seen variants of it various places. Let's just start with this charge. Will Deshaun Watson get traded by November 2nd?
1: No, I'm on no on this. I think he's just too toxic and the asking price is too high. I think the most, I think most teams do not want to face the backlash of what it means to bring him into your system and pay for the right to do it. And if the, if the rumors are true that they want multiple first round picks then that's that is hard. It is a hard sell on a sensitive fan base to bring so, in bring that in.
0: So from the Texan side of things, how would they play it then if they don't move them now?
1: I think they would play it this way. You would say we are just going to wait until there is some. This thing settles one way or another, like settles out of court, or it goes through a legal process that is completed, and then we'll see what we got. And, but he would you know, still that,
0: presumably not want to play for you at the end of the line. So we're talking January, February. Yeah, Court case true. is settled. The NFL has decided on whatever discipline they're going to administer. But he's still like, fuck you, I'm not playing for you. Now you've got to trade him. At least you then you've trade got, him but, but at least then you have some clarity, which I'm correct. sure other teams want first.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. His, you can get a lot more for him once every, there's some legal footing to know what's going to happen.
0: Yeah. That does feel like a wintertime thing. Unless a team is really desperate now for a quarterback. Yeah. Or yep. wants to or wants to beat the post-season holiday shopping rush. Because, <laughs> <laughs> it, but here's the thing, you wanna you wanna make sure you know who might or might not be available come wintertime.
2: Oh, yeah. By I mean, hook
0: or by crook or by trade right. or by force out or who knows what. What if Russell Wilson acts up again this offseason?
1: Could happen. And, you you know, but for all of that, for all for, for the biggest offseason of quarterback tumult in our, like, lifetimes, nobody moved. At the end of the day, it was it all stayed the same. Right. right? Russell didn't move. Rodgers didn't go anywhere. At the end of the day, the teams in the NFL have still have the power it's not like the nba you know like ben simmons you know most of the players in the nba can force their way and exert their will to, to change their 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 situation the nfl isn't doesn't work that way these players can't do it even if they want to and lord knows aaron Rodgers wanted to
0: well that's the thing so do you ever see the it's a very small time movie i'm not sure if you've seen it but it's called killing killing him softly with brad pitt no he was a hit man And it was set, you know, kind of in more modern times, whatever. But he was a hitman. And at the end of the movie, he's going to collect on whacking a dude. And the guy who was going to pay him starts giving all these reasons why he can't pay him the agreed upon price. He wanted Mm. to pay him less. And they were sort of compelling reasons. Well, this, that, the other, da, 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 And Brad Pitt just sits there at the bar smoking a cigarette and he starts into this long tirade about uh, what America is, blah, blah, blah. It's a great speech. And at the end of the speech, he turns to me and says, Now pay me, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and the That's guy right. and the guy had to pay him because guess what? He's a hitman.
1: Hitman, right. How do, you, <laughs> how do you negotiate with a with right. a proven killer? Right. He, <laughs> so, he can't not pay your assassin. So
0: let's say hypothetically, Rogers gets to the end of this year. And he has an epic battle with Brady again, this time at Tampa, comes up short just again for an agonizing third straight NFC title game loss. Mm -hmm. And the Packers, for whatever reason, are like, well, I don't know. We got Jordan Love and, you know, you've got one more year. (laughs) We got one more year under our control. I think we're just going to ride that out. What if Rodgers then says, pay me, motherfucker? Then he he might might. be available in a trade hmm. So I think well, if you're oh, a team that wants to get a quarterback, you'd rather wait if you can to see who might be gettable this winter.
1: Yeah, it's just it's hard, right? Because yeah. now you're, you're hoping something implodes somewhere else and you can't know if that's going to happen, which makes it makes it very tough. And the teams that have cap space aren't generally teams he's going to want to go to other than maybe the Broncos. You know, for any for any accomplished quarterback, the Broncos are one of the only teams that could even afford. If his attitude is "pay me, motherfucker," then there are only a handful of teams that could even do that.
0: Yeah, true. All right, off the topic of football because we like to do pop culture and other stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm sure you you might have a topic, but I've got one for you here. This is funny. Do you know that Facebook has decided? We're not decided. They're thinking about changing their company name. Not the name of the app or the website, Facebook, but their company name, they're thinking about changing it to avoid... Yeah, like Google. Yeah, like Google became Alphabet Inc. Alphabet. Right. So they're thinking about changing the overall big umbrella name to get away from some of the more recent scandals involving Facebook.
1: Is Is there a proposed name?
0: Well, they say that Zuckerberg keeps talking about shit called the metaverse.
1: Yes, I'm familiar with the metaverse. What is the metaverse? This is an old term that goes back 30 years ago with a science fiction writer, and I believe it was Neil Stevenson who first coined the term, and it has to do with a your augmented reality where you are living in a blended real-life reality Unlike say VR, where you put on the VR goggles and you're totally in the VR world. Right. The metaverse is where you are living in a world that is still your reality, but it's overlaid with data and internet and, you know, all kinds of stuff, right? That's being jacked into your eyeballs and your brain, and that that ver- that hybrid reality that is uh both, you know, real and fake is the metaverse.
0: Yeah. Are we not getting closer to that all the time is it like the matrix almost we're getting a little bit closer a little bit closer every day
1: we are in this regard you know they're now the glass there's a whole remember when google tried their ill-fated google glasses yeah whatever like happened to eight those? years ago well they sucked and the you, you well felt sure like the, the wearing first wearing, version know. of
0: everything sucks i thought for sure right. they would have made a second version third version where you can't even see the camera And you have no idea that they are actually spy
1: camera glasses. There are big companies that have got these in the works, including Apple is rumored to have a lightweight, fashionable version of these that will overlay all kinds of stuff. I'll give you an example of the kinds, just here's just one, just one example of the kinds of things it could do. You are at, um you are shopping someplace, maybe it's like a record store. And as you are leafing through albums, old vinyl, right, it's popping up the reviews of the of the uh, album or even playing snippets of the album into your ears while you are looking at and leafing through the albums. Um, That's the kind, you know, that these overlays of data, music. So you see it almost like the
0: Terminator sunglasses. You know, it's like showing target acquired and information all right (laughs) in front of your eyes.
1: That's right. Okay. kind of stuff. Now, sooner or later, eventually, that'll just go into your eye. It'll just be implants that'll go right into your eyeball.
0: It'll be a contact the, lens, essentially. Yes. You'll be able to pop yeah. it in, pop it out. I don't know why there's not a Google Glass in which there is a tiny pinhole camera that is undetectable to the naked eye in the bridge of the nose of your glasses, mm-hmm. and that there is a USB memory card in one ear piece or whatever they, what do they call the... The tongs that go behind your yeah. ears,
1: earrest. I mean, it, Ear, that's was, funny. I don't know. It's
0: funny, church I've never thought about what do they call that part of <laughs> I, the glass. I haven't either. Yeah. So, so, yeah. I
1: don't know. Earrest right. sounds good to me, but I don't know.
0: But surely you could put space for a micro SD card in one of those, and surely you could put a battery that would power the camera in the other one, and now you've got. A self-sustaining, undetectable, looks like normal glasses, not Google Glass. Everyone could see that these were some fucked up garage project from a (laughs) 100 feet away, right? right? I'm talking a pinhole camera that records in high definition with great audio clarity. You cannot tell what it is. Do you know the mayhem that would come from those glasses recording conversations with your boss in private?
1: Oh God, yeah. Although, really, you can do that now. I mean, everybody expects your phone to be on you all the time, and you can be recording any conversation you want. the The only thing I, I would I would quibble with with your plan is who needs physical storage? We're just storing to the cloud as we go, right? True. I mean, you wouldn't you know,
0: need I, you wouldn't need physical storage, but if you wanted to control that crucial video, yeah. you wouldn't want to put it up to the cloud right away. You may you may want to record your boss saying. Oh, I fucked Linda. She's a real <laughs> nasty one. <laughs> and then you you hold that video in your precious fingers on that SD card.
1: Even the smallest SD card. I'm looking at a, and, I have and, a micro and, SD in my hand right now. I know. It's hold stupid. on a second.
0: Hold on a second. Just to complete that. When you upload to the cloud, now there's digital breadcrumbs that trace it back yes, to you. Are. If you That's just true. have it on an SD card in your glasses, now you've got the ultimate blackmail tool. You drop that in an envelope saying... You might want to take a look at this. Okay, go mm. ahead. SD card.
1: Um, yeah, it's just the, you know the the cards. Maybe they will get even smaller than they are now. But I think they would have to. If we're oh to no. get these
0: glasses. Or no, no, no. no, no. They're small enough now. I'm looking I, the SD card in this Roadcaster Pro is tiny.
1: I know. I'm yeah, looking you know, at my Roadcaster well, yeah. Pro SD card as well. This thing yeah. is tiny. It, would, you it could, would in it theory, would fit, it would
0: fit, fit in the in. earlobe support mount thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that is, earlobe support but, mount. But,
0: yes, but, but yeah. So Facebook, they can change their name all they want. Don't people really know what Facebook's about at this point?
2: God, you
1: would think so? You and it ain't. So, it right? certainly isn't about your privacy. That's,
0: ain't about your privacy. Sure. Ain't about the truth. Ain't about sharing information. It's about a lot of other shit than that for sure yep. but and now i'm on facebook
1: Are you, i'm a conscientious objector and have been for seven years
0: i'm, um, I'm so- about the same i got off at about the same time i didn't get off it as a conscientious uh, as a conscientious objector although i do object i got off it because of other people's vacation photos
1: <laughs> can't pretend i care did
0: i did i well did i ever tell you this this reasoning it's very petty, it's very insecure, I admit that, but I'm going to be honest. I would look at other people's perfect fucking families and their wonderful goddamn vacations to some (laughs) (laughs) fancy-ass Italian resort, and I would seethe with anger and jealousy. (laughs) And then I would say, hey, wait a minute. I only went to high school with this asshole. I'm not even friends with him. Why do I care? Why did I click accept- friend request right and i started to question why i was opting in to this network of quote unquote friends just because al- you know facebook's algorithm said hey
1: <laughs> you should know each other they went to my high
0: do you, do you know yeah. them they know they know this this and this they must be your friend right so i i saw the whole thing is bullshit and it only angered me and so i said fuck it i'm out but yeah all the other stuff for facebook is equally evil to want to get out
1: it is. It is. And then the other part with, and I, I think there are workarounds for this. Was the the five thousand follower limit, right, or friend limit, or whatever. And you know, you and I are very popular, people, extremely popular, very popular. I could have five thousand
0: friends of. in a heartbeat if I wanted. to.
1: Exactly. Exactly. You know. So you know that that limit was not going to suffice for you know to harness the fame and the the pedigree that we've got. So. You know, Twitter just it works better for all of those things. And even though, by the way, even with the vacation photos, even though we know that people just give us this manicured snippet of the very yes. best parts of their life without showing us any of the, the real drama and difficulties, we get almost none of that because people don't want to share that. Right. But everybody's got shit everybody's got their warts and the problems and the things that most people don't know about that are happening inside their house that they don't want everybody else to know.
0: Yeah. Amen to that exit topic in 30 seconds or less. What do you got, church?
1: Best hamburger place that with Milwaukee has, but, and I mean like regional chain that Milwaukee has that Washington doesn't or vice versa.
0: Uh, they do not have Culver's in D.C. Culver's fucking kills. Their only problem is they're a Pepsi joint. Boo.
1: Oh, we hate that. Yeah. We hate that. Now, how do you feel about the cement mixer?
0: It's great. It's a big, it's old, great, big it? old cup of fattening ice cream. Mm, nom, mm-hmm. nom, nom with all kinds I'm of toppings <laughs> in that as well. What about <laughs> Minneapolis? Best burger place in Minneapolis.
1: That you can't get elsewhere? Smash Burger. Ooh. It is a yep. It's it is awesome. It's it's thin, salty, greasy patties, and I love it. Oh, I do. I like
0: I like the thin. I like the thin. Mm -hmm. Some people some people like the thick burgers. No, no, thin it up for me, baby. Thin it up and give me two of them.
1: Yes. Oh, the double smash burger. (laughs) When so next time you're in town. We're gonna do the high end Manny's. We're gonna do the low end Smashburger, and it's they're both gonna be. I gotta delicious. do
0: the barbecue joint you have as well. Yes, what? big, bore. big oh my boar. Big boar, baby. Okay. Can you just
1: live here for a
0: week? I'm coming, baby. When do the Packers right. play the Vikings on the road?
1: Uh great question. I'll tell you in a couple of seconds. I got it right gotta right here. Be, it's, it's gotta be soon. It's coming up. It's November 21st.
0: 21st. November
1: 21st. Make it happen. Okay. Make it happen. Charge, always a pleasure. Thank you, buddy. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. It is not your it is soul. Stop I lying, will you? Take off, eh? Take off to the
0: And that, my friends, is a wrap for a jam-packed Friday edition of the Zabe Cast. I thank each and every one of you for downloading and pressing play. And as always, if you want to subscribe and support the efforts, your $5 a month to me is not wasted. It motivates, it funds things like the Mobile Strike Studio, and it keeps me going. Thank you very much for those subscriptions. If not, then enjoy your four days a week. I hope you like this podcast. Spread the word, tell a friend, recommend on social media, and as always, rate and review to please our algorithmic overlords. Have yourself a crackerjack, no holds barred, living your best life Weekend and we will see you Monday. Winning Sizen returns at mybookie.ag, and it's time to get in on the action. First time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season, and over five hundred thousand dollars in contest prizes live on site to make winning this season your best ever with My Bookie. With a historic eighteen-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than my. Bookie, I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with MyBookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie and when you win, get paid.